0: well hello everybody it's kelly cooper and welcome to episode 53 of the life made to order podcast today i'm going to be talking about a topic that i think will be something very helpful for a lot of people i like to think every topic i talk about is helpful but um the podcast i did last week about you know law of attraction beyond positive thinking and talking about how you know we we tend to approach a teaching like the law of attraction with like, oh, well, let me just get happy and try to think of my happy thoughts and do my affirmation and do this and do that. And then it's kind of like we're really not addressing the energies that are really predominant in creating our reality thus far that we're not really thrilled about. Right. And we think we can just be positive and then we don't have to really address any of that stuff. We can maybe ignore it or pretend it's not there and, and all of this stuff and not really give any thought to like, you know, why we believe what we believe and where all this stuff came from and all that stuff, right? So a couple of people left a comment on the blog where I post my podcast, if you're unaware of that. If you go to, to com, every week I make a post with the actual podcast. I know some of you might find me maybe through like iTunes or Stitcher or some, you know, where you're kind of tuned right into the audio here. So FYI on that. But anyway, they left some comments um, asking about, You know, what would I recommend as far as releasing our negative emotion and and releasing that stuff and what to do? So I figured, well, two people are asking that. Then like, that means probably there's a lot of people thinking it. That might sound like it's only two people, but I find like, especially when like, especially more than one person's asking something, there's usually, I find like a lot of people like, oh my God, I was wondering about that. So it's like, I feel like this will be a good thing because there's probably a lot of people wondering that. So this podcast is titled, The Law of Attraction, Processing and Releasing Your Shit. And obviously this is a huge topic in a way, so I can't possibly cover every angle of what would go into maybe doing this. But on the other hand, there's actually not a lot to it. This is one of the perfect examples of how we overcomplicate this process And how we kind of screw things up by intellectualizing a process that's kind of emotional and our mind trying to figure out how to do it and meeting those steps and all of that stuff. So, yeah, on one hand, kind of a complex issue. I really couldn't talk about everything. On the other hand, it's actually not as hard as we make it. And I'm going to talk about some of the reasons why we feel so stuck doing this and why we think it's so hard when it's really not that hard. And kind of some guidance on kind of how to, to work with all of that so I hope that makes you feel better because I know for a lot of people you might feel stuck with your shit not sure what to do with it how to process it how to release it and then you think oh my god I'm not gonna get my stuff because I can't figure out how to get rid of the energy that's blocking these other energies from becoming predominant that's contributing to the reality I'm experiencing now that you know I'm not loving so much so The first thing I want to say is, and this is not really anything new, but I always have to stress it, the actions we take, including our personal development work, the affirmations, visualizations, exercises we might do from a coach or we find in a book or in a program, all of that, all of those things are wonderful. They help us consciously engage with our energy. They kind of give us a framework for doing this inner work, very helpful. Most of us are going to need to do some of these things, but in and of themselves, they have no power. Their power is in their ability to help us shift our energy in some way, whether it's helping us release something that's making us feel badly, helping us adopt a perspective that serves us, or help us cultivate an energy that feels good and that will lend itself to a better, different reality starting to take shape around us, right? So there are means to an end. So when it comes to trying to release and process everything and you're thinking, what can I do? There's no one thing that you have to do that you have to do it or else you can't move through your shit. There's no one thing that it's like works for everybody. There's no one thing that's like can guarantee any sort of result. So it comes down to resonance. And so that's super important. So you might read about different things. You try them. but Then you might not feel like a result from it. You might not feel like it really did anything for you. And that's because, again, the tool in and of itself has no power. It can't make anything happen for you. And someone else might be like, yeah, I got a great result doing this sort of exercise or this tool. And then you're like, oh, and then you think, well, what's wrong with me? Or did I do something wrong? Or, what? oh, it's not working. And it's just because maybe that tool didn't resonate with you. And sometimes, because we have a resistance to look at our shit, Sometimes that resistance to doing the work, that can kind of block us from fully immersing ourselves in tools and exercises. And then we feel like, oh, it didn't work, but it's because we really didn't give ourselves over to the process. That's something only you can know for yourself. So that's another thing to keep in mind, too, with different tools and different things to really, you know, see if things will work for you to really make your best use of different tools and different exercises. You do have to have that willingness to really dive in and use them, because if you're kind of holding back a little bit because you don't really want to feel something or something you really don't want to admit and and doing this tool or doing this exercise or doing this whatever thing requires that, then you really won't reap the full benefit. If you're kind of holding yourself back or you're kind of glossing over certain things because it's stuff you don't really want to look at. So that's just something to kind of keep in mind there. And so the first thing I want to talk about is a couple of reasons why we overcomplicate this and why we feel so stuck with it. Um, kind of like what I said before, right, our mind, it really tries to intellectualize this process. Our mind is obsessed with taking actions and steps and processes to do things. And again, it's understandable because we might feel stuck. We might not feel like we know how to work with everything that's happening because we're not used to doing that. We're not used to feeling our emotions and doing this inner work. So, again, the tools, the exercises, the guidance you can get from coaches and programs and all those wonderful things, they can they can make a great framework. They can kind of give us a way to focus our attention and kind of get us started on the path. So it's understandable that we're looking for those things. But the the thing you have to remember is your mind is kind of fixating on all of that largely because, yeah, part of it's because you genuinely feel stuck and that's understandable. And again, you want that framework, but another part of it is your mind. Again, it's so used to processes and steps and instructions. And if I tell me what to do, do this so then I can get that. So it kind of fixates on like, on these actions to take in the form of your personal development work. And then if you feel like you don't know these actions and you can't figure out these steps, you get stressed out, you get anxious, you get discouraged that you're never going to be able to deal with your shit because you don't know how. But it's not something you can really take an action to do. Again, tools, exercises, different things, super helpful. I give clients those things. I did a bunch of calls recently. I gave an assignment with each call. I gave you that sort of stuff to do. It's very helpful. I'm not saying not to do those things or they're bad or they don't help, but they do. But ultimately, you technically don't need to do any of that stuff. You can't really intellectualize and create a step-by-step kind of plan to deal with your emotions and to deal with your inner world. It's like, your mind's like, well, tell me how to feel my feelings. It's trying to like convince you that like you don't know how to deal with any of this stuff, but that's actually not true. Again, you find tools and different things that could help you kind of work through stuff. Awesome. Great. I always want to stress that I'm not saying not to do those things or that I'm, I'm bashing that stuff. It's helpful. We all, I do stuff. We all do stuff, right? I'll talk about a couple of things I do. Maybe it'll resonate with you. So, And another reason why we make it so hard is we actually are very reluctant to feel our feelings. We're very reluctant to look at that stuff. And a big part of processing all of that is just letting yourself feel it. You don't have to do it in any specific way. You don't have to have some step-by-step like process where you're like evaluating your feelings in some official manner. Just let yourself feel what you're feeling. And again, this sounds overly, that's a pretty simple thing, but our mind complicates this thing so much and it's so obsessed with action and how to do it. We're so obsessed with making sure we're manifesting properly. And I think one of the biggest reasons we become so fixated on, well, how do I do that is because your mind is like, okay, I want to make sure I process my shit properly. I want to make sure I'm doing this just right so that I can ensure at the end of that road of processing, I get what I want. I want to make sure I'm doing manifesting right. I want to make sure I'm feeling my feelings and processing my shit and releasing it in the proper way so I get what I want. And that's something that came to me a while back. I realized when I was kind of fixated, too, I'm like, well, how do I release my, right? I, I too, I was overcomplicating something that's pretty simple. Well, how do I do it? What do I do? And then I realized, oh, yeah, I'm really the reason I'm so concerned with doing this is I want to make sure I do it right so I can get my stuff. Again, our mind doesn't really care for happy, doesn't really care about doing this work from a space of actually like improving your life and making you happier. It just wants to get what it wants and wants to make sure it's doing manifesting right. Again, we make manifesting a very action oriented thing when it's an emotional, it's an inner, thing yeah we do our different things to engage our energy and whatnot but we're still making it this very action-oriented approach hence the kind of fixation we have on well how do I release my emotion how do I feel it it's like you feel it how do you release it you decide you're not going to believe that shit anymore that's what it really comes down to but obviously right we need to take a few steps in between just just telling ourselves we're going to do that and release certain things it's probably not going to work as well without supplementing that with maybe some stuff to kind of help us process, right? So for me, for example, I don't have any one set thing I do. I couldn't sit here and outline for you my process of releasing my emotion. There are certain things I do Certain things will resonate with me, and then they don't resonate with me as much anymore, so then I don't do them, and I might do something else. But by and large, I don't do anything specific to release and process my emotions. And that's not because I'm so advanced at this that I don't need help doing it. It's because, like many of you, I, too, got stuck with that obsession of how to do it. How do I do it? How do I release my emotions? Oh, my God, I can't figure out how to do it. How do I process stuff? And then I started realizing that the more I started learning about manifesting, the more my life experience started changing, the more I felt like I was connecting more fully to who I am and realizing my true nature and all the information I was taking in that resonated with me about the law of attraction, about the universe being this loving, supportive place, the more that information took hold, the more I was able to release. A lot of beliefs and feelings just for the sheer fact of realizing, oh, yeah, I realize this shit's not really true. I realize I'm not broken. I realize I'm not this. I'm not that because I've had experience that refuted that kind of like I said, that general, that knowledge I was amassing, that database of of esoteric, spiritual, metaphysical, not whatever you want to call it, knowledge that was getting stronger. And. Everything that was happening that wasn't serving me, the the bad feelings, the things from the past that hurt me, things people did for me, I was weighing all of that against what I was now believing to be true, stuff that was truly becoming my truth. And just by way of doing that, a lot, I was able to release a lot of stuff. I didn't have to do anything specific to release it. I didn't have to engage in any sort of tool to release it. I was just like, oh, and as far as feeling my feelings, I just let myself feel them. If I was angry, I would get angry. If I felt like crying, I would cry. I would think a lot of my releasing of my feelings was actually kind of just thinking about how I was feeling. And again, weighing that against what I knew to be true and kind of in my own head, kind of working through that and being like, yeah, that's not true. I simply chose to stop believing certain things. Yeah. And did that choice alone make the belief go away instantly? No. Those choices you make to believe, to refute certain beliefs, to choose to believe certain things, to choose to stop looking at yourself in a certain way, to choose to stop feeling a certain way about things. That's a choice you will make over and over again because the energy will kind of still kind of be there and come up every now and again. So it's not this one-time, one-off experience where you're just, oh, yeah, I'm not going to believe that anymore. And then you never, again, just belief gone. No. But every time you make that choice consciously, you build the energy of th- that positive energy could have Quote unquote positive energy. You weaken the energy, you weaken those thoughts, you weaken those perspectives every time you make that choice. Because again, it's not this choice you're just going to make one time. Maybe and the awesome you can do that, but most likely you'll probably not. So every time you felt that energy surfacing, you decide, no, I don't believe that. You let yourself sit with your feelings. Let yourself feel them. And there's no way to feel, I can't give you a process to feel your feelings. It's just sitting there and feeling what you feel and admitting it and being honest and in your head, kind of like a dialogue in your head of like, what's happening? What's going on? Why am I feeling this way? Because another issue too, we're so obsessed with like, well, how can I process and release my stuff is we view it as bad and as wrong and as messing up our manifesting and we have to get rid of it. This is getting in the way of me getting my stuff. How do I get rid of it? And if you could become more comfortable with feeling your feelings, if you become more comfortable with not feeling so great, which might happen from time to time because you're human. I know it sucks, but we are. It's you don't feel so like obsessed with like getting rid of them and you don't feel like, oh, my God, I have to feel that I have to get rid of it. You just feel it and you realize, oh, yeah, me feeling this and just letting myself feel it without judgment and just letting whatever's going to come up, come up. That's helping get rid of it, actually. Oh, I didn't really have to do anything to make that happen. I didn't have to figure out some specific process to to do that. So you're just letting yourself feel it. Get uncomfortable with that you might not feel so great. Make peace with the fact that you have a lot of energies, you have a lot of beliefs right now that have been strong, that have been running strongly that are getting in the way of, you know, a different reality showing up for you in, like, any significant way. And you got to look at that shit and let yourself feel it, and it might not feel great. If you can make peace with that and let yourself do that, you'd be amazed at what starts shifting just by acknowledging your feelings and just letting them come up. Without again doing anything special to process them or some tool or technique or exercise while you're doing it, now there are certain things you could do again, I'll talk about certain things I might do, but again, it's like i can't I don't have any specific like routine like i said i I do certain things and I don't resonate and then I do something else, and I'll pick something back up. so here are a couple of things I do. Like I said I just feel my feelings and I just weigh that against what I know to be true now that those beliefs and stuff that are much stronger and that alone again that alone helps me release it I choose not to believe any to certain things I consciously choose to release certain things realizing I have the choice I get to decide how I feel I get to decide how I feel about myself I get to decide how I feel about the things that have happened to me in the past I get to decide how my past influences me I get to decide how I feel about what this person did to me and this and that. And I get to decide in all these ways that are empowering and feel good to me. I get to choose. So a lot of it, again, it's conscious choice. And you'd be surprised that every time you make that choice, what happens? You would be amazed at when you start setting the intention and allowing yourself to do this work, allowing yourself to feel your feelings and making that really strong intention to transform this. You'll start manifesting all sorts of things that are going to help you do that. So if you're feeling like you don't know the tool right now, or you don't know how to do it, then you'll manifest that assistance in some way. You know, for somebody, you might. this might be the first time you randomly stumble upon my blog or my podcast, and this is the exact information you needed manifestation for you of how to work through your shit. You might find a coach that you really resonate with and you think they'll really be able to help you work through the issues you're having. You'll stumble upon a book or you'll come across a program or something a friend will say to you, a random conversation. They'll say one thing that's like this total light bulb goes off, a, a, a powerful insight that's super helpful for your situation. So you'll manifest those different tools, you'll manifest the information that's going to help you. So don't feel like you have to figure it all out by yourself. You'll be amazed what you'll start. Because remember, manifesting is not just about getting the stuff we want. We manifest like you can manifest ideas, inspiration, solution, like all sorts of stuff. So you'll manifest that assistance and the things that will be most helpful for you right in that moment in time. So for me, like, right, a couple of things, another thing, lately, for example, uh, the last few weeks, I've gotten back into tapping or emotional freedom technique, it's also called for anyone not familiar, it's this idea of processing emotion um, by tapping on different points of your body, like acupressure, acupuncture type points. And as you tap through, you talk about what's bothering you, and it releases the emotion, then you tap through with the positive statements that can strengthen the emotion and helps like, that's kind of like a short kind of. That's basically the gist of it. Um, there might be like a little more to it technical if you were to read about it. And I've been feeling really good doing it lately. But I can't say I do tapping every day. And that's been a change in my life. Because like I said, I've been doing it the last few weeks. Over the years, I've, I've done it here and there. And then I stopped doing it for one reason or another. But I've been doing tapping. You could try tapping. Maybe it'll work for you. I meditate. I find meditation really helps me because it helps. Obviously, reduce stress, which then we're more or less stress or just more positive overall. And meditation in that quiet space you're having, you have a lot of insights, a lot of clarity. You start separating yourself from your thoughts and feelings, which actually really aren't you. Pure you doesn't have any of that shit. Pure your your spiritual nature is not worrying. It's not being negative. That's, a, that's human you. And that's really not you. It, it makes that separation. Then I respond more. I respond better to all that stuff because I'm not getting sucked into it. I'm observing it more as like almost like a third party. So I meditate. A lot of times I'll write stuff down, like I'll write down something that's bothering me. I'll write down why it's bothering me. I'll dive into like the limiting beliefs and the different stuff that's making me feel badly. And then I'll write down next, again, when, what, do, what do I really know to be true and why is this stuff not true? And I'll write that out and the writing it down helps me process all of it. Again, I just sometimes I'll just feel my feelings if I'm not feeling great. I just don't feel great. And I don't necessarily try to do anything to shift it. Sometimes I know I could do something to shift, it'll make me feel better. Sometimes I'll just let myself feel it. And that's just how I feel. And intuitively, I'll know like which way to go only you can know intuitively, like when you can maybe try to shift and it's in your interest, or when don't even bother and just you feel like shit. And that's just kind of how you're feeling for the moment. Only you can really know what's happening in your own head. I can't give you like a a formula to figure out when to do either. Like, again, so that's kind of another thing I want kind of want to throw in here, like tuning into yourself and following your guidance and seeing what's happening. That's such an important part of this process because only you know how you're feeling. Only you can know what you're going through. Only you can truly know your energy and what affects it, right? So you have to always kind of do that going inward to like kind of let your own guidance, your own inner wisdom, Kind of help you work through this. Yeah, you can get information from me and and books. And yeah, that's, you know, we, that's helpful, obviously. Like I do this because I think it can help people. But a big part of this is your own inner kind of guidance and what's happening. Again, because only you can kind of know what's happening and only you can kind of discern what's going on. So those are a couple of different things I do. You know, I personally, um, in my own life, I've used coaching. I found coaching very helpful to have someone to talk to. You know, it's very helpful, you know, I'm not just saying this because I'm a coach, but it's, I, to me, I think it's the most powerful means you can use as far as like a paid resource, like investing in your growth and investing in, in helping yourself. Nothing beats being able to talk to somebody one-on-one. So maybe you might consider a coach, a coach, maybe not a whole full-on program, but maybe even a single session if there's a coach that resonates with you and you're really feeling stuck right now. You know, I do an hour session. I book individual sessions. Like you can cover a lot of ground in an hour. Maybe there's a program that's been resonating with you. If it's really resonating, suck it up, make the investment. If you can't afford it, you know, put it on your credit card, pay off over the next few months. Because thing like a program, for example, can be helpful because a program kind of brings consistency to your energetic work, and consistency is really good for making faster shifts because you're consciously engaging with your energy kind of on a regular basis. You know it. there's Maybe there's a class that's right. So that's another thing, too, to pay attention to as you're, like I said, you'll manifest different, like, pay attention to things you feel drawn towards. And if you're feeling like a strong pull towards a coach, a programmer, a class, whatever, go for it, you know, buy it, do it, you know, a book, like, whatever it is. So, and like I said, different things work for different people. But, and I kind of want to go back to this, too, because I want to stress it. Don't let your mind overcomplicate this process. Feeling your shit, releasing it, like I said, it kind of comes down to this willingness to kind of feel it and kind of find ways to refute what you're feeling and kind of choosing to believe something else. It really is that simple. Again, I know that we kind of feel stuck and programs can help and tools and, and, and we're looking for that stuff to help us do it and those things can be very helpful. But don't fall into that trap of intellectualizing this process and getting stuck because you're feeling like you can't figure out how to do all this. There's really nothing to figure out when you really think about it. So for some people that might not be a satisfying answer because they're hoping, I know I wanted some step-by-step process. For other people, I hope that feels really good to you, knowing that like this actually isn't as hard as like you're making it out to be, it's not as complicated as you're thinking it is. It's not like you feel like stuck, and you're feeling like, oh my, I can't move on until I, I get these questions answered, or I, I, I get, I'm given instructions on how to feel my feelings. You just kind of feel them. And again, like I said before, one of the big issues you're probably having is you're probably just really not letting yourself feel your emotions because it feels scary. But once you start letting yourself do that, you'll see it's actually not so scary. I know for a lot of people with the LOA, they're not interested in all this inner work shit. They're like, no, just tell me what to do to get my stuff. And believe me, I get it. I'm human. I have stuff I want too. It's okay to want. We're here to want and create. That's fine to want stuff. No, no worries. But again, we turn the law of attraction to this very action-oriented approach where minds are, well, tell me what I can do to get my stuff. Tell me what I could do. How could I get happy? I must be doing manifesting wrong. And then you go on the hunt for more information. And then it's like nothing's changing and you're getting frustrated. And it's because we're not dealing with all of this stuff that needs to be dealt with. And again, I know our mind doesn't like that because it doesn't want to be bothered. That's painful. That's uncomfortable. That's kind of annoying. Yeah, it is. But it's actually not so bad. And actually, dare I say, once you start getting more comfortable doing that, you'll actually kind of in a way look forward to examining your shit because you're like, ooh, I'm being led to like to to work on stuff that I know will help me in the long run, that'll help me be happier, that'll help me manifest more easily. Let's do this shit. Let's dive in. So don't be because that's like I said, a big part of you is like one of the probably the reasons you feel stuck is not because you haven't figured out what to do or you don't know how to release your stuff. It's because you haven't even really let yourself look at it in any meaningful way. Yeah, you know, you feel like shit, you know, you have a general idea of what's bothering you, but as far as like really diving in like. And this is especially true when it comes to like bigger manifestations, like if you're trying to change your financial situation, or you're trying to manifest a relationship, or like you have these really big kind of vision for yourself. Those big things, there's probably going to be a lot of shit there. So you want to look at it. You know, just thinking positively, like I said on the call, and doing and it's probably not going to be enough to break down these energies that are pretty powerful. But the great thing is, no matter how powerful the energy, no matter how long you might have been carrying it around. It's actually not that hard to start breaking it down. Again, you might not release this, you know, 10 years of conditioning or, you know, all the pain from your shitty marriage that you were in for 25 years, like overnight. But you'd be surprised how much you can start breaking things down just by a willingness to feel it and look at it. Because even just feeling stuff, you're releasing that energy and you're making room for a new energy to come in, to take root, to bring in with it manifestations that will help you do this work more easily and in the way that's perfect for you and most effective and resonant for you. So you got to ask yourself, okay, is my main issue here, not that I don't know how to feel my feelings, not that I I don't know how to process and release them, but that I'm just actually kind of been avoiding actually just letting myself feel them for whatever reason. I have a feeling a lot of you are probably going to say yes, because I know for me that was a big issue for me. I was feeling so stuck, and I'm like, I'm not really stuck. My issue is that I'm actually kind of only half-heartedly like admitting how I'm feeling and then once I really started doing that and yeah you might not you might have a day you feel bad you might have a week you might have a couple of weeks you might have a month you're not feeling great and you're like oh I don't like that I want to be happy immediately and I just want to get my stuff so I feel better right but think about it a week a few weeks even a month of like kind of being a little out of sorts energetically compare that to the years you've been suffering and the years